0: Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.
1: your demanding work, lifestyle, and need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style.
0: Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
2: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the weekly wrap-up show here on NetSN. It's your boy Brett Swin here. Alongside of me tonight is Mister Red Zone himself, Ko Kyle Owens. Kyle, it feels a little empty in here. I know it's uh, it's it's different with just us two being here. I feel like maybe we should just talk, throw throw the script out, and just talk about uh, AEW tonight. I I haven't watched it yet, but I imagine no, no, because I I haven't watched it either. We got we we could talk football. We could talk football. Okay, it's not a wrestling podcast tonight. Hey, but if you like that kind of stuff, we do have some of those. So <laughs> check those out. Um, yeah, it's uh, how's how's your week going so far? Uh, so
3: far, so good. So far, so good. I
2: uh... <laughs> that's an awesome name.
3: Um... <laughs> uh, so far, so good. It's uh, I've enjoyed the rain. We got a little bit of rain this week, so uh, looking, uh, I like that. I hope it doesn't rain Friday night. Looks like the rain's gonna move out before Friday night, so um, should be some good games this week. But yeah, my week's going good. How's yours?
2: man it's going great i i agree i I wish the cooler weather would come in with some of this yeah. rain though it's kind of warmed up this week i got spoiled last week with the cooler weather and uh, i'd like to see some of that cooler weather come back so yes. i, I know i do hope that comes back with it um we got uh big jiggly water make sure you tell us who your name is if you're if your screen <laughs> name is not because we want to give you a shout out so what's up <laughs> we I like jiggly water, water balloons. balloons i do like that i do like that so uh Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you. Um, let's talk about last week. How'd you do last week, Kyle? I think I went seven and three. That's um, not bad. That's, that's solid. Let
3: it me look at let me look my app up. where oh. I can actually go back and look hey, at how you, I did.
2: If you've got the updated version of the app, you can now go back. And uh, thanks to you guys that have suggested that, we uh, we can now go back and look. Oh. You can look at how you did, and you can look at who you picked as well. Yes,
3: absolutely. So I went seven and three. Um, I got uh, the first two wrong. I, yeah, the first I I got all the back end games right. It was the the Mount Vernon Sabine game I missed, uh, Atlanta Liberty Allo game I missed, and the
2: Westrest Tatum game. I missed those three. This week was tough. Uh, I will I will say it was one of the tougher weeks. There was a, some really big upsets, and we'll talk about those as we talk about the games. Um, We had 88 people picked this week that that submitted their picks. Um, So shout out to everyone who got their picks in. Um, Our week four winners this week were Scott Poole and Jason Shivers. Uh, Each had nine. So no one got 10 out of 10 this week. We had two at nine. Uh, I had eight. I went eight eight out of 10. Um, And actually one of those, uh, Jason, is actually leading overall. Uh, He's ahead of me. He's the only person – uh, ahead of me right now he's got 33 <laughs> and I've got 31 um and so uh I don't know where you, where are you at down there Kyle I, I'm I, I gonna see say. you I needed some binoculars to look down and see you did did
3: I mean, match
2: you is the question I'm I'm a pretty good week
3: I'm 21st and and me and Diggs are me Diggs and Jeremy are all tied at, oh. uh, for 21st oh, so we need
2: a triple threat match between the three of you <laughs> to see who can who who's actually ahead I'll win that one because Diggs and uh Jeremy will turn on each other. So I don't ha- I could stay out of it pick <laughs> up the scraps. That's awesome. But uh all right, we got uh we got Chris Bates here with us as well. Uh oh, to change your account name. Mm. Submit a there's a support area, um, Chris, on the uh, website. It's slash support. And uh put a support ticket in about that and we'll we'll look in to get that fixed for you. Um, but yeah, so pretty pretty decent week. I, I'm I was pleased with it. The the ones I lost, uh, Kyle, were the uh, the biggest upset of the week. We'll talk about it was Sabine Mount Vernon. It was only there was not very many that had that one. And then um, I lost. What was the other one? I lost the. Uh, you picked uh,
3: Liberio over Atlanta.
2: Yes, I had I had Atlanta. I oh, had yeah. Atlanta, so I, I lost that one too. So. Um, let's see, we got uh oh Chris is talking to Eddie. Eddie's here. Yes, welcome, Eddie. You know, Eddie's always always watching. Eddie, how'd you do this week? You didn't say how you did. I'm I've i am been waiting to see hear from Eddie because he's kind of far down there from me right now. So I'm um, um him and Derek, I've I'm waiting for them to to kind of where I can see them a little bit better. I'm, I don't we've with this contest expanded. You know they're not doing so well. I'm just, I'm just curious. So what's going on? Uh, I'll continue to talk as long as I stay up top. <laughs> I was
3: about to say when you start, when you start losing, you we don't, we don't talk as much.
2: Oh, Eddie, Eddie was right there with you. He had seven and three. So, well, that okay. makes me feel good then. If, if, if I
3: did as good as Eddie, I'm feel, I'm doing all right.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, you didn't, you didn't have all the stats and stuff, and you still got seven and three, Kyle. I mean, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> oh, ouch, Kyle. What happened? Now, with- you, you said something nice to him. And now Eddie's throwing shade. He said he's on the first page, but he can't see you. I'm like John Cena. <laughs> uh, let's talk some. Let's talk about these games, Kyle. All right. uh, game one, uh, Tatum, 44, West Russ, 20. Um, I had Tatum in this game. Um, I did hear some West Russ players were out in this game, not didn't play, but I was still surprised. Honestly, I thought Tatum would win. I thought it would be a little closer. Maybe that's why. Um, the, the game wasn't as close. He had some guys out, Um and West Rusk has got a a big matchup this week on our our uh, week five games. They're also on there, but I, I mean, Tatum. We know they could score points, but they did a pretty good job on West Rusk keeping them out of the end zone.
3: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that West Rusk had some players out. Um If I would have known that ahead of time, I didn't. I, I, didn't I didn't either.
2: <laughs> I didn't either. I found that out after
3: the fact. So. Um, I, you know, Tatum Tatum's had an interesting season. Uh, obviously they had that basketball game to begin the year at Center, where it was eighty to sixty three. Then lost to a very good Dangerfield team the next week, thirty four to seventeen. Um, then that Pittsburgh game got canceled. But then coming out and beating West Rusk like that, forty four to twenty, I was a little surprised. Um, just because I've seen West Rusk these past few years. Uh, obviously they've been playing a bunch of teams that I was covering. So. I was able to see a lot of West Rusk and I, they were just really impressive. I think that graduation kind of hit them harder this year than they expected or maybe anticipated. And uh, I think they're a little down from where they normally are, but Tatum's a very good football team. So I, I, I'm kind of not surprised. I picked West Rusk, but I'm not surprised at the outcome. Kind of surprised at the the spread, a 20, uh, 24 point spread. Kind of surprised about that. But um, Tatum winning does
2: not really surprise me. As uh, Corey joined us, welcome Corey. What's up, Corey? What's on? What's Corey, we, we already kind of talked about how we did this week. You want to let everyone know how you did? Oh, you know he does. The oh, floor we, is you know. yours. Oh, he's got his paper. He's he's going <laughs> with method. He's got it all written out.
4: <laughs> Actually, I was looking for my picks, but uh, I don't you know where you can find work? those.
2: You can find those on the app, Corey.
4: Well, I didn't. I didn't do it yet on, on the app. I got. I wrote them
2: down. I wrote them down. For last week? You didn't didn't make your picks last week? Oh, I'm talking about about for this week. I'm talking about for this week, Corey. It's the wrap up show. We're talking about last week, Corey. That's what I was going to say. Let us know know how how many things there are. One, two, three,
4: four, five, six, seven,
2: eight, eight. A new record for Corey. Corey got eight picks. Hey, you know who didn't pick eight? right. You know who didn't pick eight, right, Corey? Corey? Eddie did that? not pick eight. Eddie was seven and three. Eddie was drinking the Kool-Aid. Well, I, I bet he picked Atlanta over Liberty Island, didn't he? <laughs> uh, I did too. Uh, I did I did as yeah. well. uh
4: mm-hmm. Yeah. That so,
2: yeah. happens. It happens. Corey, it happens. Corey, which,
4: games, which games did you miss, Corey? Um Sabine. I I I, I was a circle that when nobody thought Sabine was gonna beat Mount Vernon. I don't know what they're doing in Sabine, but shout out to Sabine for for, for a great season thus far. <laughs> you know, I didn't think they were going to go out and beat Mount Vernon like that. Um, and then the ARP game. That was uh that was that was a bust ARP's three and one. So shout out to the ARP Tigers. The hey, other Maroon Tigers.
2: schmink Dog is is said he's saying, ah you should have picked them, Cora. You should have picked them.
4: Hey, you know, hey, hey, I, I I picked them, I picked them before. They they let me down that that. That following week, so it's uh, you know, went with 10 at home, thinking they were gonna do something, and uh, hey, I think it was gonna be a good game, but you know, nonetheless,
2: all right. So, we, we were just talking about the first one, uh, Tatum and Wes Rusk. Um, you, you had Tatum like I did in this one, Corey. Were you surprised by the amount of points that Tatum won by though? No,
4: no, Tatum always plays up in competition, so whenever they play up in competition, where they start to play the level of their competition they probably beat them but they they have to it takes a it takes a tough team to beat Tatum cuz that's that's how I, that's how I figured so, so I, yeah. I'm not surprised how much they put up all
2: right um so game 2 we had Liberty Allo 36 to 14 over Atlanta man I, if anybody's got any insight on this one I just was really surprised you know, Liberty Allo has struggled this year uh Atlanta's lost two in a row um they're going into Brook Hill this week, and that's where I'll be Friday night with me. and Me and Vince will be on the call on that one. I'll be interested to see what Atlanta looks like in person. But, guys, I, I was just – I mean, if this would have been 36-35 Atlanta or, I mean, or or Liberty Island, like it would have been close, then I would have maybe like, okay, maybe Atlanta is just not – maybe Liberty Island, is a bigger school. They've got more bodies. they got more athletes. But – I was just very surprised, uh, as Chris says, he doesn't think Atlanta's very good. Maybe, maybe graduation hurt them worse than uh, than expected. Well, see, I, I i blame I blame Jeremy for me picking Atlanta in this game <laughs> because he
3: he got me on he he got me drinking the Atlanta Kool Aid after the first couple of weeks because he was talking up Atlanta. He was like, "Oh, Atlanta's
2: they're real do good." Blah blah blah. Do blah. you think it had something to do with the schedule that he had on that that Brook Hill had? I, I don't, maybe, I don't know,
3: but I, you know, Atlanta came out first two weeks and put up 50 plus points, put up 68 on Redwater, but then they lost to new Boston. And now Liberty Allo. Um I, I don't know. I don't know what to think about Atlanta. I don't, I don't think they're as good as maybe Jeremy led me on to believe. Um, but Liberty Ilo is is kind of surprised me that they, they beat Atlanta the way they did again. I'm kind of like you, I need to know, what kind of happened at the game to because I, I didn't expect the spread to be that way, especially the way that Allo came out and began the year, only scoring 14 points in two
2: games. Uh, it so could have been I, flipped if it had been flipped on that one, Kyle. Then I might have been okay. Well, Atlanta's just good, and Libertyallo is having a bad season. I'm just surprised by the spread yeah. with Liberty Allo winning like that. That was yeah. that was shocking. That's why I, I don't
3: I don't think Atlanta is as strong as we thought they were at the beginning of the season.
2: Corey, you had Liberty Allo. Tell us. Tell us what you thought of this one. Did you see the spread I being? I thought the was better. No. This much better?
4: That's not I just thought limited. I I didn't think Atlanta was going to beat them. I'm not, not going to lie to you.
2: It was eight to eight at it the was, half. It was a close wow.
4: game. It was a close game throughout, but <clears throat> it's just it's one of those games. It's kind of like the Colorado Colorado State game. Like everyone, the spread was was massive, right? You know, everyone thought Colorado was going to just beat Colorado State by, you know, fifty points. But Colorado State, like you know, Lou Renick said, they, they got they got a bunch of pros on their team. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not going to be a walk in the park like you're thinking it. But they're a rival, so you can never what rivalry besides Lufkin and Longview, the other opponent is going to get beat by hundred, right? So you know, some most rivalry games, I don't care how what the record is, they're always going to be close. So they just know how to play you, and you
2: know, so it is what it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, game. Uh, and, and by the way, on those first two, we had uh, those first two were upsets. The the Tatum West Russ. We had thirty seven out of the eighty eight picks that picked Tatum to win, um, which is mm. you know you think about it, that was that was a, that me and Corey stole one there uh, on that one. I was really surprised when I went back and looked at some of these the uh, the amounts of picks you know, one team versus the other. And then that Atlanta Liberty isle game, we had 18 out of the 88 pick Liberty isle. So, uh, both upsets in those first two picks. And Kyle mentioned it, that he got bit early. And that was, that was one of the reasons. Um, now game three, I was watching this third, third one center danger field. Uh, Vince and I were keeping an eye on this one. We had, a, we had that game on here on net If you missed the game, you can go back and watch it on our YouTube channel. Um, and also on the app, it's still up there. Um, this game was a tale of two halves. Uh, the first half, Dangerfield was up 21-0. And we're thinking, man, uh, what's going on with center? And then they decided to – I don't know what was said at halftime. Coach Meeks lit a fire under them, and they came back and won twenty-eight Um, 58 out of the 88 picked center to win. Um, but I wasn't surprised at the closeness of this game. I'm surprised on the the way the game went, where it was not just back and forth. It was a you know 21 nothing, and then the other team scored 28 unanswered. I was surprised. I wasn't surprised about how close it was, though, guys. No, I
3: thought I, I figured the game would be close. Um, I'd pick Center to win. Uh, did did Chase play? I don't know. Did Chase play? He did play not play. Hampton played quarterback. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, But when I looked at the score, when I was at the game, I had a little downtime. I looked at the score and I said, it said 21-0 Dangerfield. I said, whoa, what (laughs) is going on here? And then checked back in later and it was 21-21 and then I saw center one. So um, great job by the Rough Riders of of coming back. I mean, that's being down 21 to a a good danger, a very good Dangerfield team. Dangerfield's two losses, Timpson and center. Pretty good teams to uh to lose to there, so um dangerfield's a really good football team when they get chased back hopefully he comes back soon uh when they get chased back they'll be even better uh so I, I don't think it's anything to worry about in dangerfield losing these last two games and if you're center you're you're riding a hot streak going into district play so i i think I think center's gotta i think it, that game was everything we expected it to be, and that's what good high school football is <laughs> that's the rough rider's
2: role. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I know I got the song in my head.
2: <laughs> I know that's just play that. Like now. I'm
4: aging myself. That was <laughs> a, that was our eighth grade basketball song, like in the locker. Room. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, I mean I, I it's one of those games like last year, what did Center didn't Dangerfield beat center last year, if I'm not mistaken? Um they they had a it was a weird game last year where they got beat. Uh, but but no, center
3: center's rolling. Center I don't, I, I don't... center beat Dangerfield last year, 65-44.
4: Okay, wow. it was it was it was one of those games where it was like a, it was a big game or something. I can't remember what happened in that game. But um, but no, it, at the end of the day, you know, center, center's tough. They played it. I'm not going. I'm not going to discredit them. Dangerfield's one of those teams that plays up in competition. You know, they like to compete compete up in, in classification. I know me and Brett go back and forth about it, and talk about, oh, you know, they got more kids, man. Sometimes it really don't matter if you if you just if you just got it and you're in that classification, man. Playing up, it does not matter to those guys. So, so might have
2: well, it might have mattered in this game because if you have Chase Johnson, you're at a smaller school. One one player, can one be player,
4: able to a, play, an injured player, an injured star player is a difference with anyone.
2: I'm just talking well, about just classification, well, just well, not necessarily. necessarily. it's a bigger deal at at a lower level than it is on a team that's got more play more depth depend on who it is true I I promise
4: you I promise you you're missing a four star athlete on Friday you're going to feel it some kind of way unless you have another four star athlete that's
3: replacing that, you're going to feel uh, it some kind look at this so Monday night Cleveland Browns they lose Nick Chubb gruesome injury but they lose Nick Chubb and the offense goes stagnant after that now the the running back that came in, the, uh, I forget his name, Jerome Ford, he had some good runs, yeah. but he ain't Nick Chubb. So I get what I, – I, I get both of it. Like, yes, I, it's next man up mentality. And at bigger schools, you have a bigger pool to choose from. And yeah. at smaller schools, you don't have as big of a pool. But, I mean, it, like to Corey's point, it, a key player goes down. doesn't matter if you're a, a 6A a with White a House. million students. Yeah, I mean.
4: we would have the White House week one.
3: Yeah. And since I got them back, they're Rolling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right. The next one was up was our upset special of the week. Three people pick Sabine over Mount Vernon, fellas. Three can out. Can I just of say though, do you know
4: the people's names. Name all three of those people. I want to know who they are. I don't know. I can't. Well they gotta I be do. from Sabine.
2: Actually, no, before. you don't have to. If, that's, if it's security, dead, that's fine. I understand. Look, I can actually look. I was just thinking I couldn't, but actually, I can. Um, oh. Just give me a second. You guys talking all the time. Here's what I was about to say. I understand by
3: the amount of picks, it's the biggest upset. To me, that's not the biggest upset. The biggest upset in my mind this week was Liberty Isle over Atlanta, just because I was so hyped up on Atlanta from outside sources. That's the only reason on that one. This one, I could see. I picked Mount Vernon, but it wasn't a a shock for me to see Sabine beat them. Like I'm not like, whoa, that's that's wild. I don't I think Mount Vernon's I don't think Mount Vernon is as strong this year and Sabine's having a great season. So, shout out to Sabine, but
2: so yeah. I've got I've got the 3. One of them was a member of the Netacin crew. Pick Claire, Claire. Rob because of the band intern Claire, yeah, yep. <laughs> intern Claire. So, shout, Claire. Hey, hey, shout out to intern Claire, upset special of the week. Oh, uh, and the other two were Austin Craig and Rob Woodley. So, shout out to you guys, um, for getting the upset game of the week. I mean, that's that's one of the biggest upsets. I didn't,
4: I didn't see that year. one come. I mean, Mount Vernon's, Mount Vernon's got the name, man. It's like it's Mount Vernon versus you know what I'm saying, like. That that's going to precede them a lot of time. Oh, this is clearly going to be my friend. Sabine came out of nowhere. Like, and then boom, you know, what the first week they put up like 65 points
3: in week one. Yeah. They us yeah. into Spring Hill. Yeah. And but then, they then the next week they lost to Well, they lost to West Rusk after that, which makes right. no sense to me because West Rusk. Right. I, it, I, that's why I, I don't I know. I don't we, understand the Sabine inside, school.
2: Inside source here. I believe this is Derek talking to us, guys. See? Mount Vernon see, nowhere close you. to what they've been. Don't like. figured
4: that had to be it. I figured that I had to you. be it, man. That just, you know, that so has I, to be it. You know, I've it, seen it, Mount it, it Vernon.
3: I've seen Mount Vernon. They they the past couple of years they were man like the 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 team you did not want to see. But I just I don't get that feel from them this year.
2: Lost their gas. Yeah, new head coach, sophomore QB, right. and running back. So you got yeah. some young talent. Now, here, here's the deal, and I, and why I like Sabine, I actually picked him the week before. It wasn't more. It was, It was. was a big upset, but a lot of people picked Wascom over Sabine. I don't know if you guys picked Sabine in that game or not, uh, or you had Wascom, but something I looked at with them, when I saw that they beat Spring Hill a similar fashion that Center beat Spring Hill, that told me that, you know, you look at those games, and obviously they're different games, but, you know, they they must be pretty good if they're beaten on the same level that center beat them. So, but then I saw Mount Vernon across, and I was like, ah, Sabine's good this year, but, man, Mount Vernon, they've, they've been really good the last several years. I just couldn't see – without being able to see all these teams, so obviously we don't get to go to every game and see all these teams. We kind of see some as we go during the season. But not knowing how good Mount Vernon has been playing this year – we just have to go on what they've done so far, and and so now we kind of know that, and we'll kind of you know have that on, in the back of our mind. But but shout out to Sabine, three yeah. and one start. I mean that's they got a. I'll, I'll spoiler alert. I got they get a vote in my poll this week. That that was an impressive enough win. I gave them a vote in my poll this week. Okay, I did not. Corey, did you give Sabine a
3: vote?
4: Mm. You but probably didn't even do the I, poll. I will did say you? This.
3: Uh, I didn't. I've done a poll in a minute. I, I've been.
4: It's anyway. We're not get on it. We're not getting on. Not getting on it. I, w- I will say this. I will say this though. I will say this. Shout out to Bullard. If you haven't put Bullard in your poll yet, shout out to Bullard. Well, they're four if and you right would, If you did your
2: poll, Corey, you could put them in your poll every week.
4: True, but it's but if y'all not gonna vote for them, my vote's not gonna count. Yeah, so, it will is, it always the counts?
2: Thing.
4: They're all equally. you can see and they're not gonna. Not, it's not going to equate to where they how actually you, get. In how the how do you
2: know that I didn't vote for Bullard this week, Corey?
4: Did you vote for Bullard? Did you vote for
2: Bullard? I guess you will find out when we go over the polls. You gotta stay tuned. <laughs> you gotta stay tuned. <laughs> I'm uh, trying. To, I'm going back and to look to see if I even put Bull. Yeah, I put Bullard in. Yeah, I put see? Bullard in. We needed that loss to get better before district. So that's that. I mean, sometimes it takes one to wake you up a little bit. Yeah. You never need a loss. All right, the next game, uh, one I picked correct, uh, a very close one. ARP comes back from trailing Tannehill early to win 36-35. Another upset pick. Only 23 people in the poll had ARP winning this game. I I was one of them. Me too. Yeah. Corey, were you one? Oh, wait, no. You didn't go with Mm. ARP. Listen...
3: Arp, ARP's off to a, a hot start, man. They they've got a good football team down in ARP this season.
2: Um I'm, I'm really excited. excited. I'm, I'm excited to get to go call an ARP game this year, Kyle. It's gonna be uh, oh, which one's that? The Grand Celine game on October 6th. Oh, the Salt City. Yeah. Up in kind of yeah. your up in your old territory there. Yeah, you get tell my name
3: holds some weight around Grand Celine. You you throw my name around okay. in the press box, they'll know who you're talking about. Okay.
2: So, um, if I, so if I need some food or drinks or whatever when I'm in the press box. Listen, uh they, they, Ko works for us. I, I need some some treatment. Look, talk to. Uh,
3: I'll tell you. I'm on, I'm not going to throw them all out on on public here. I'll I'll get with you that week of the game. I'll tell you who to talk
2: to. I'll, okay. I'll make sure you're treated like royalty in the Salt hey, City. Okay. I like it. I like it. I got you. See, uh, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie had art. Eddie's, okay. Eddie, Eddie's drinking the ARP
3: water. See, I, I'm. I'm I'm high on ARP. I really think this game this week with ARP and West Rusk is gonna is gonna tell us a lot as well. Cause mm-hmm. just kinda like West Rusk has that that um prestige these past few years of of going deep and making runs. ARP's trying to get to that level. So this is gonna be a big game this week. But as far as last week against Tinnaha, showing some fight there because Tinnehaw came in, you know, on a three game winning streak. They beat Joaquin, St. Augustine and and West Sabine. So they were kind of rolling coming into this game and ARP, you know held home turf and and was able to get the win. So I'm happy for the ARP
2: Tigers. A net SN school that uh yes. that got the big dub. Yes, and they and they will they will be a tough one this week. Um going into West Rusk. I mean there's no doubt the the rivalry there is it, I mean they don't like each other. Um going in the enemy territory is gonna be a tough one for it, but I mean they they get this one then maybe they're they're looking at a, a collision course for the district championship with that other rival Across the uh, the highway at thirty one thirty five is that's the uh, troop tigers. So, you know, can't wait for that game to come and see if we can get some
4: votes on that game. That's gonna
2: be yeah, uh, yeah. I believe be kind of yeah, live I will, there. I will believe that one will be a pickem pickem game. I, I can imagine.
4: I mean, of course, it, it shall be. It should.
2: Now we've got two locks of the week, as we're gonna call them this week. Um Tyler High over North of Mesquite uh 21 to 6 um 86 out of 88 voted for Tyler High this week. So uh I don't know if they're listening to our show or they just are, are starting to get on the train too, but 86 out of 88 went with uh Tyler High and they uh,
4: got the rabies. Whoa, <laughs> getting getting <in. laughs> Yeah, yeah.
2: Cujo. That's what's so, uh, and and I'm gonna I'm actually going to um get my get some hopefully if I get my media credentials cleared, I'm gonna be heading out tomorrow night and go check out Tyler High. Uh in action, they have a Thursday night game since I'm not going to a game. I'm gonna go uh check them out and just see what the uh see what those Tyler High lions look like in person.
3: Tyler's good, man. Tyler's Tyler's real good. Um yeah, I, th- I figured they'd go in and, and beat North Mesquite. First four and start since. Oh, I had the stat. Hold on, hold Uh-oh. on. I have a stat for you. I have a stat for you. You're
4: practicing, I see you. You practicing? All right, I got you.
3: Where is it? Oh man, hold on. I give me a second. Anyway, y'all talk. I have a stat though.
2: All right, Corey, tell us about Tyler High. I know you were. I know you picked them.
4: then to pick man. They're rolling. They they had to get over that mental hump. They they the first week. The first week, obviously, they've gotten better every single week, and and that that last one, this was this is the game. Start a district play to need this win. It's it's easy to not say it's easy, but you want to always go one and in district play, and um and then to go five and zero. They're not getting any respect in the state polls right now. That's okay, but you know it's okay. Fly on the radar a little bit. You get to that last game where what Longview beat them like seventy one to two or something like that. Last time they played them. I'm pretty sure that circled for those players on the radar. So,
3: Uh, first four and start for Tyler High since 2009. Mm. That was the stat. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Tyler High off to a hot start. I'm so happy for Coach Woods and uh and and his squad over there and his coaches. Um, it's and we talk about this every week. And I know if Vince goes back and watches this, he'll he'll appreciate this because you and Corey, you and Vince talk about this all the time. Football is better. When Tyler High is good, and they are good this year, and that'll make that district real fun with with Lufkin and Longview in that district as well. That we we'll get to see them play each other. That that Tyler Lufkin or that Tyler and Longview game, boy, that could be spicy.
4: Mm, yeah. We watch it all the time. We think about it all the time. The, the small ball in East Texas is better in, than anywhere else, right? Well, yeah. I want to say small ball. We're three A, three A schools, four A. Yeah. 4-8, 3-A down, you know, pretty much. But you can remember when we back, I'm just gonna say the big 12, 5-A when we just like Longview, Luskin, Marshall, Nacogdoches, That was the best, right? I mean, everybody had a D1 running back, a one quarterback, D one defensive line. I mean, it was just it was just beautiful. Every single district game was big except for Nacogdoches, right? <laughs> and and you know, but that was it. But you had you know, you had Marshall and you had you had JT and, and Longview and, and Jay and Longview and Lufkin, JT and, and Robin. It, it's it, it's always good when East Texas, when Tyler schools are heart of East Texas, are better at football every year. And 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 they gotta get back rolling again. I like
2: it. Well Eddie's saying Fornie's rolling, so you know Don't worry about Forney. <laughs> oh okay. You heard Don't it. about 40. Don't worry about Forney. Who, Joe. <laughs> who, Joe. Okay, so Chris has a question for us. Um, kind of off topic, but we'll, we'll go with it since uh, we got some interesting – we got chat growing tonight. He's wanting us to pick how we think the order of the ARP troop districts is going to turn out. We, I mean, I'm I'm pretty clear that it's ARP troop and West Rusk my, are my top three right now. Um, I don't know who that fourth team you've got – was it Quitman in there or Anseline? Yeah, You got West um, Rusk, Troop, Edgewood, Grand Saline, Arp, Quitman, and Winona. Winona. See, Winona and up, they're down at the bottom. Winona and Quitman are are not making the playoffs, for sure. It it makes it interesting with Arp. You know, they were kind of outside looking in last year, but um, I think with the way they're rolling right now, I think they've got a really good shot there um and it will again we'll know after this week where they're going to line up if they if they don't we beat west rusk and most likely maybe they're looking at that third spot um let's see well, that, gonna... this this district was crazy last year um everybody beat everybody like Grand
3: mm-hmm. Celine beat edgewood but then lost to west rusk but edgewood beat west rusk i think or something like that like it was everybody was beating up on everybody and so this district was was real really in flux last year when going into it, you you thought West Rusk was the best team. And I think they ended up district champs, but it wasn't easy. So you
2: you covered a few of these teams in this district last year. Yeah. uh,
3: I covered a lot of these games. And and that's that's why I'm saying this district is so it's you could have a a dominant team coming into it, but they're still going to it's still going to be a battle every week. I can see it coming down to Troop and ARP for that that district title. Um, and then I think you got Edgewood, West Rusk and Grand Celine. One of, one of those teams is going to be left out probably on the, if you just by name value alone, Grand Saline's probably left out of that one. Um, and then Edgewood and West Rusk kind of battling for the three and four, but I think it is going to be between ARP and troop, but it's going to be very interesting to see this district play out over, over the over time, because these teams are going to beat up on each other. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think anybody goes
2: undefeated in district. Okay, even Troop. I think Troop. To me, I think right now, just looking at them, I think Troop. They're the best team that 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 looks the best right now. But again, making it through. I think making it through this slate is going to be the tough part. Can you come up with a uh, an A plus effort every night? Because if you don't, somebody can sneak up and get one. You also have the injuries that can come into play. Um, So I think think it's gonna be interesting because you've got right now the only team that's not. A at least a five hundred mark is one Everyone else yeah. is doing two or better. Um, you know, and schedules are gonna be different, whatever, but at least they're all playing pretty well. So um Eddie, here's Eddie's prediction, guys. Eddie's got Troop, West Rusk, ARP, and Edgewood in. Okay. I mean, I could see that. I mean, that's that's what
3: I'm saying. Any I think any of those four teams, you could probably put them in any order, and I'd be like, Oh, okay. I mean, I could yeah, sure. I think those are your four playoff teams for sure.
4: I'm say Troop and Arvin, and it's gonna let I'm gonna let the chips fall where they
2: fall after that. has <laughs> so got the Troop and hard. Yeah. All right, that's your I hope. That answers your question, there, Chris. Thanks for the question. Um, Okay, we've got the second lock of the week. The game seven pick: Kilgore forty-four nine over Hallsville. Again, eighty-six out of eighty-eight picked Kilgore. Um, I'm not really surprised by this one. We've kind of discussed that, you know, we just don't think Hallsville is as good as we thought they were at the beginning of the, school, at the year. I thought they were going to be competing, and I think they may struggle to win a game in district now. They're, they're going to be at that bottom of that where the Nacogdoches pine tree have gotten better. I think Hallsville may have dropped down a step. Um, and so I think they're going to struggle in that district uh, from what I've seen so far. So, um, what do you guys think? I mean, I really wasn't surprised by this margin.
3: No, um, the game was not a surprise at all. Kilgore, very good football team. Uh, I was kind of surprised that Hallsville, uh, after their loss to Terrell to open the season, then they beat Henderson, which at the time I thought was a, a good win. We kind of see now Henderson is is struggling a little bit too, but then only lost to fourteen by 14 to Sulphur Springs. I was like, well, you know, Hallsville maybe put up a fight against Kilgore, but I think Kilgore's defense is just – they are stout this year, um, and they they scored forty four. They they had a season high in points, uh, so they they broke out the uh, offense Friday night as well. But Kilgore is really good. Not surprised about the win, and um, I'm I'm with you. I think Hallsville is going to struggle in their district, and I think Kilgore will uh, kind of roll through their district till the final week of the season.
4: Yeah, I don't have anything to add to that.
2: Okay, all right. It's
4: this is, this is a bad loss. Bad
2: loss for um, Game eight, um, White House with a close win, 52-49 over Henderson. A high-scoring affair, over hundred points put into the putting the score column. There, we've got um, eighty out of eighty-eight picked White House. So, um, pretty much everyone thought White House would get the win. I honestly, I thought White House would win by more points here, guys. I, I I'm surprised how Henderson fought. I don't know if it's maybe they put in some subs. I didn't see how the game ended. I, I saw White House up by a lot, and then it got close. So I don't know if maybe some subs. If you, if you guys have some knowledge, Kyle, do you, if you know about that. I I don't know anything about the game. Um, Were you but surprised, I, though, by the closeness of it?
3: I yeah, mean. a little bit. I mean, but Henderson, I, I know we just said they, that they've been struggling this year. Which are, well, Hallsville and Henderson have both been struggling, but – you know Henderson's been in their games. I mean, they lost by seven to Hallsville, lost by fifteen to Marshall, and then lost by three to White House. So I mean, it's not like they're getting blown out in these games. Um, but White House has been rolling after that first week when they got their, their kids back. They've been they've been rolling ever since. So um, I'm I'm not surprised that that White House won, but I am surprised that it was as close as it was.
4: I actually watched the game, um, and if the game was a lot closer than people think it was, it was like a seven-point game at halftime, and then White House kind of took advantage of a, of a mistake Henderson had, but it was big plays on both parts, and um, they gotten up. I think it was like forty-nine to thirty-five, if I'm not mistaken, and um, and then they kicked the field goal, and it was like fifty-two to thirty-five, and of course um, Henderson reeled off a couple of touchdowns late in the, late in the game, and they kept it going, so. It wasn't really it wasn't really a, a big a big advantage for White House as people would look at because they gave up a lot of big plays. Uh, quarterback had like a seventy-five yard touchdown run and he just broke through. I mean, literally broke through the, the defensive line and then just ran through everybody else at a couple big plays. Henderson's competed and like I said before on the, on the, on the report show, listen, I'm not I'm not taking anything for granted. It, it's a confidence thing right now for Henderson. Like they're big. But they're not extremely fast, but they're they're playing hard. They're competing, and um, and it, like I said, that, that barely win theory. There's some salt to that. I know you laugh at it. There's some salt to it. You know, you you start playing, you start you start letting the team you're supposed to beat by 40 points hang around a little bit, and you think you're gonna play against a team that played well the following week, and they may have took a loss. You're not gonna play very well. Why House better White House better buckle chin strap up. That Nacogdoches game is not gonna so, go away. So you just, let it happen. I'm just you're letting you're, you know. You're,
2: you're giving a spoiler of, of your of your pick, and if you want to know for sure who he picked, you know you can just go check out the Beast from the East show.
4: I'm, just, I'm stating facts. I don't do anything but state facts. I know I'm I know I'm all you know funny and entertaining, but these are facts. You know I don't, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm just saying. We watched the White House game. They gave up some points. They should have beat they should have beaten Henderson by you know three or four touchdowns. You know, they were the better football team. Henderson fought. They fought back, and they had some big plays. They gave up some stuff. And their game should have been as close as it was. They didn't. They didn't pull anybody out in the game. The think, game was competitive throughout. They shouldn't have pulled anybody out the game. The game think, was competitive throughout.
2: Yeah, I think the longer um, that the season goes, Henderson gets better under Coach Baker. I think he's he's going to – you know, it sounds like from what you described in that game, last year the Henderson team probably would have given up when they were down that big. So it it shows a lot that, that he's been able to kind of, you know, change the culture over there if you know they, they didn't give up, they fought back and and played hard. So it's good to see, you know, you you want all you want the teams in this area to improve and I I think that's gonna be an awesome fit. Coach Baker did a great job at Carlisle. You see what Carlisle's they they're struggling a little bit. So, you know, maybe Coach Baker's has did a little bit more for them than you think. I mean, it could be players down, but I mean He's doing a good job with Henderson so far. I mean, if they're they're staying in these games and fighting, it'll be interesting to see how they, you know, shake up in this this district once district play starts here this week, but um I think you got to like what you've seen from them so far.
3: Hey, uh, can I get a uh, can I can I make a pick on a game outside of a uh, outside of this? Yeah, sure. Um Lone Oak plays Carlisle this week and Lone Oak is not had a good football team the past few years. They have been struggling. But this year, they've already won two games, which is more than they won at all. I want to say the last two seasons. Oh. My pick is that Lone Oak beats Carlisle this week. That is my upset here. special That's this cool. week. There you go. My super dog, I guess, is what they call it on college game day. Is my super dog, Lone Oak over Carlisle. All right.
4: We gotta figure out we gotta figure out what to call it. Now, now I want to call, not the upset, but the, I don't know. We got to call it something. We got
2: to call it something now. Uh, game nine. Uh, guys, if you didn't get to watch the end of game nine, you need to go back and watch the last, I don't know, the whole game was good, but the last like two minutes, um, I actually talked to a coach after after our broadcast, and he's like, did you see the end of the Gilmer Lindo game? And I was like, well, I saw in the last three seconds that's when I got home and turned it on. It was what was on. No, no, go back and watch it. This game was like, nobody wanted to win this game. It was just like, give the ball, give the ball. I mean, it it was touchdown. I mean, it was an insane finish, but Gilmer hells on held on and outlasted Lindale 59, 56, um, 74 people picked Gilmer to win this game. Um, and, and Eddie's saying Lindell should have won this game. Uh, did you guys get to go back and watch any of that that game tape?
3: No, I I didn't. But I I had heard about um, I'd heard about it, but I didn't go back and watch it. But I knew how it ended, and it, it didn't surprise me. I figured that game would be close. Neither one of these, I mean, and I figured it'd be high scoring because neither one of these defenses could <laughs> stop anybody. Yes, Jake. Yes, exactly. I don't think they ever come to the game. <laughs> no, they, the the uh, the defenses is, is not good, but. Um. Yeah, it was a really good game, though. It's kind of what I expected out of it. It's it's a shame Lindell lost that one. Uh, but when you go back and look at both these teams' losses, I mean, Lindell's lost to Pontry, who we all believe is a uh, an up and coming team that's going to have a very good year. Lost to Van. We know how good Van Red is. Don't believe.
4: Red don't believe.
2: <laughs> who? It, it, <laughs> oh, come on now, Corey. I gave you credit last last time, and you now you're still giving me a hard time. I, I don't believe that they're. The number one team in the state, I think they're improved, and I think they're going to compete for a playoff spot. I told you this. Come on,
4: Corey.
2: I gave you I gave you hey, My
3: bad, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, but in this game, Lindell, Clint Thurman, the quarterback, he carried the ball 38 times Oof. as a quarterback for 257 yards, four touchdowns, He also passed for 169 yards and a touchdown. And their running back, Wyatt Parker, carried 17 times for 102 yards and and three touchdowns. Then on the other side for Gilmer, the uh, Tennyson, Caden Tennyson, was 19 of 38 passing for 405 yards, four touchdowns. Will Henderson rushed for 211 yards and three touchdowns. He also caught five passes for 73. Yes, and a touchdown. Noble had four catches for 121 in a tud, and Tate had nine catches for 186 in two tutties. I mean, the offense was all over the
2: place, but yes. So, Kyle, you were at that first game, the Gilmer-Chapel Hill game. Yes. And saw Tennyson's performance. Yes. How many passing yards do you think he had in that game? Did he even have 100? I don't think so.
3: I I don't think they even threw the ball more than, like, seven or eight times
2: now so, well they didn't but they weren't really i mean they it wasn't like they were a lot in the world on fire. yes the henderson kid the run game out. was yeah the run he, he he had had it. outstanding but like when they need to throw the ball yeah couldn't Mm-mm.
3: no so, I, so, but that's that goes back to my point Lindell's defense it, in it, for my time when i was in school we had a strong front seven our front seven was strong it's always been the secondary. For some reason in Lindell, it's always the secondary that seems to be letting the defense down. Yeah. So and you can attribute some of that maybe to the front seven as well. Maybe they're not getting enough pressure. So secondary's having to cover for two. I mean, you yeah. can you can it's a team effort,
2: but so, you know, it just seems so like secondary struggles. So to to me though, <clears throat> and this is we've talked about the the suspect Chapel Hill defense. Maybe the defense is better than we think. It's just Gilmer's offense is really good. I mean,
3: but you gave up forty-two to Van. You gave up forty-six to Kaufman. You gave up forty-two to Pontry. You've given no, up no.
2: forty points every game. No, I'm not talking about Linda. I'm talking about I'm talking about comparing now that we look now that we see Gilmer play other teams. Maybe Chapel Hill's defense is not Uh-oh. as suspect because you because well, you, they pulled the they pulled the starters on the last couple of scores in the Gilmer game. Yeah, so there was a couple of gimme touchdowns. Same thing this week. There was that happening then. Um, so I, I wonder. I mean, maybe Gilmer's offense is just that good, and, and, and Chapel Hill's defense isn't as weak now. I don't think it's their strong point, but I think this kind of shows that if Tennyson was able to throw for four hundred something yards against Lindale, then maybe yeah. Chapel Hill's secondary, maybe the secondary is 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 pretty good because he wasn't able to throw for at all. Really, I mean, and you say they ran it a lot, which they did. But when they needed to extend drives and complete passes, they really didn't. No, he, I don't, I don't know his
3: stats for that game, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't good. I just said, I just, Eddie, I just said Tennyson had 405. Yep. (laughs)
4: Um,
3: Anyway. Hello,
4: uh,
3: (laughs) um, (laughs) but yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I don't think Chapel Hill, and we can (laughs) attribute, that first week I mean it's the first game of the season it was 180 Mm -hmm. degrees on the field like the defense was exhausted and both those teams were running back and forth so I think because that first week we also saw that center game in Tatum 80 to 63 like I think that first week kind of skews the numbers a little bit and I think teams are kind of coming back down to earth but Gilmer's offense is real Gilmer's offense is legit that's That'll be interesting to see what they do against Pleasant Grove, who we know has a really strong defense. When we know Chapel Pleasant Hill's Grove's defense is really Kilgore. strong.
2: We know then, then Kilgore Chapel Hill game will be interesting because it's kind of the yeah. same thing. You'll have the defense's strength versus the offense's strength. Who's gonna whose other who's other um whose counterpart's gonna be the is gonna be the factor? So can Pleasant Grove's uh offense and Gilmer's defense, which one's better? I always lean,
3: I always lean defense. I always lean defense. I think, I think a good defense can stymie a good offense. And I don't think, I mean, just me personally, I lean towards the defense. Here you go. Here's a, here's a good one for you, Kyle. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jake, if you're throwing for 400, I'll catch them for you since I played receiver. So hey. I, I can get 400 yards and receiving it. against, <laughs> and loans. Listen, that's two and, and, for perspective, that's two Lindell guys talking about Lindell like that. Like it's not a this is not like Chapel Hill people saying it. Like this is people from Lindell that are seeing this every week
2: that are like, look, man, it's tough. I think Eddie's Eddie's feeling good about his chances, I think, against Gilmer this year. And I would I would I would be feeling good too. Absolutely. PG out the win. Chapel's defense
4: didn't best out. Um, I mean, they they've had they've made stops. In which and, and and this is this is the part where I look at it too. You know, if you can't, you know, you can't you can give up rushing Yards, that's cool. You gotta think about this, and Kyle, you you you've seen them play. Man, nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter, they're playing subs. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So late in the ball game, you know, other teams are scoring, they scoring points, it's it's whatever at this point. You know, they have a tendency to give up a big play here and there. Um, you know, tip pass or, or whatever happens, but you still giving, you still letting the opponent score. It's you know, Nakadoches. To me, Nakadoches successfully drove the football down the field and they scored. And they put up, they put together some pretty decent drives. Um,
2: well, well, you have to remember uh, the,
4: did the same thing.
2: Chapel Hill do did did the same about, thing. Chapel Hill was about to put that game the without the block field goal there. That kind of changed yeah, the whole. Like Chapel yeah, Hill was about uh, to put yeah, that the one. Yeah, block field goal did it. I mean, not
4: gonna do, I mean, i am just—I'm not gonna say that their defense is absolutely perfect because, like I said before, I'm still looking for them to pitch a shutout. You know, like, hey, if you your defense is good and it's supposed to be, you don't give up 30 points a game. You give yeah. up 15, you give up 10, so your defense isn't that great. So you're giving up points. So that's that's a, that's not a. But if you're outscoring your opponents and you're making stops, it's something totally different. You know what I'm saying? If you're able to make stops down the stretch or prevent people from scoring. Or at least three quarters, and you sub your guys out in the fourth quarter. You know you win a game that that's fine as well. But you got to at least make stops some some kind of way eventually.
2: And but you're, if you're just
4: looking at numbers, no travels defense in the world. And
2: and you also know, you got to remember then, too, when you're when you got Risbon and Stewart having one play seventy yard drives, and your defense gets absolutely no that your defense. Yeah, then your defense yeah, has so, the right that's, right out there. That 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 yeah. affects it too. Well,
3: but the the yeah. other thing to that as well. The defense for Chapel Hill, they're opportunistic. Like, they get stops when they need to. And the thing about Chapel Hill, the defense doesn't have to be great because the offense is so good. Like, yes, you need to get stops. You can't give up 50 points a game. But when you have an offense that's capable of putting up 40-plus at the drop of a hat when they step off the bus, like, your defense, that takes pressure off your defense. You're like, okay, we give up a play or two here, here or there. We're okay. We know we got Brisbane and Stewart and them boys on the other side that are going to take care of us. So mm-hmm. I think Chapel Hill doesn't need to have a a shutdown defense. They don't need to be like a Pleasant Grove or or a Garrison or one of these teams that are, you know, shutting down teams. You don't have to. It would be nice, absolutely, but they don't need to, whereas other teams we'll that don't have as great offenses do need that shutdown.
4: But we'll say this. We can move on. The thing that happened last year, and we're all tested this as well, Risman couldn't throw the football as well. And he still learned, he would still learn how to be a quarterback. This year, they, they got it a little, They got it together where they've opened up the playbook just a little bit. I'm not saying he's a horrible quarterback, but I'm saying right now, he's at least throwing the football a little bit more. In the past, that was one of the differences. So, I'm just saying.
3: My saying is defense wins championships, and it does. Yes. But my point for the for this conversation is you don't have to, you don't have to shut them. you don't have to shut out every opponent. If you have an offense as good as Chapel yeah. Hill, you don't have to shut them out. But yes, defense defense still needs to make a stop. You, you're not going to outscore everybody. You still have to get a yeah. stop eventually. Well, wins games, defense wins championships.
2: Yeah, exactly. Offense sells tickets. Defense wins championships. So for for game ten, guys, uh, we'll let Kyle tell us about this one as he was there as Longview put a shallywhacking beatdown on rival Lufkin, forty two to zero. Uh, Mr. Red Zone, uh, Longview impressive, right? They're good, man. They are. They're
3: <laughs> what? It, what a preacher man saying Friday Night Lights. They're big, they're fast, <laughs> and they big. They big. <laughs> <laughs> he said it already. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they're good though, man. They are. First off, shout out to Longview. First time getting, I, we Coach King allowed us access in the locker room pregame, so I got to go um, into the locker room. One of the, I'm gonna go out and say it, probably the nicest locker room in East Texas. Trent Williams, it's the Trent Williams locker room. So, I mean, we're talking wooden wooden lockers with with I mean, it was with name tags, like it was it was sharp. But um, uh, and then coming out of the tunnel from the like an actual tunnel from the side of the field, the whole atmosphere at Lobo Stadium was just fantastic. But, um, Keedron Young, the running back for Lufkin, he's going to Notre Dame next year. He's a big boy. He is a big boy at running back. And then uh, Taylor Tatum for Longview, he's going to OU to play football and baseball next year for the Sooners. So mm-hmm. um, multi-sport athlete, but Taylor Ta- both both running backs coming into this game. I was excited to watch both of them. Both of them ran hard. One of them had a better game than the other and that was Taylor Tatum. He had a couple of Tuds and uh, Andrew Tutt also the quarterback for for Longview. He uh, took one around the right side. He also had a touchdown pass where I was at the right spot at the right time. Gentleman caught it. And uh, right in front of the band, he looked back at the camera and blew a kiss to everybody in the red zone land. So um, perfect spot there. But it was 28-0 at halftime. Long use defense. They didn't give Lufkin any room to breathe. I mean, I think Lufkin had one play where they had like an 80-yard screen for a touchdown, but it got called back. Other, Other than that, I don't think, and I could be wrong, because I, I didn't watch any of the third quarter I was up there editing video, but I don't think they had a play over 20 yards, Lufkin. I, I don't mm. think they did. Um, Just, it's tough sledding against that Longview defense. I think Longview, after that first week when they lost to McKinney, you've seen their defense only give up 14 points in the next three games. So, they got a couple of tough road games, though, coming up this week against Lancaster, and then next week against Forney. The following, or in two Two weeks after that, in October, against Forney. So, we're going to see what Longview's made of. It's a tough district that they're in, but Longview's a really good football team. Lufkin is still a good football team. I think they have a chance in the district to make the playoffs, maybe as a four seed. I wouldn't count them out just yet. But Longview, man, they are—they're rolling. They're a very good team.
2: No surprise me about this before Corey goes. What tells us what he's going to say? Is only sixty-nine people picked this game for Longview. I was surprised that this wasn't more lopsided toward Longview. I don't know if it had to do with Lufkin was. I think Lufkin's you know, record skewed everything. Yeah, I, I don't know, but that was just me it was confusing. All right, Corey, tell us about Longview.
4: I don't have anything to add, honestly. Sixty-nine. I mean, you get drawn like that, you got nothing to add. Games off.
2: <laughs> that's the zero that you're looking for, right? The defense. <laughs> that,
4: that's that's how you know you have dominated game i don't care if it's third string or not i'm not giving up a point that's my
3: mentality yeah and and in the fourth quarter both teams had backups playing so no i don't think any starters played the whole fourth quarter which because it was 42 nothing
2: going into the fourth quarter and it which was great because the game ended before 10 o'clock so i love that absolutely as someone that has to pack up a lot of gear and all that i i understand totally all right, so. The officials are running the o'clock. Yeah. Um, we'd like to also give a shout out to one of our uh, netizen schools as Brookhill Hill uh, picked up the win in White Oak uh, Friday night. So shout-out to Coach Hubbard and, and the Brookhill Hill guard. Again, we'll, we'll talk about that game that we have Friday uh, towards the end of the show here. But let's go to our polls now, guys. Um, um, the 6A-5A poll uh, for this week. Little bit of changing around, but uh still our same five that we've had in. uh Lufkin now is sitting at five. White House at four. Texas High at three. Tyler High at two. Longview one. Thoughts on that?
3: Well, I uh I took Lufkin out of my poll, and and Corey, this one's for you. I slid Pine Tree into fifth spot in the oh. in the poll. I took Lufkin out, slid Pine Tree in, and then the the top four are the same ones I picked in that order, but. Um yeah, I uh I slid Pine Tree in there. So I'm a believer in the pirates right now. I'm drinking the
2: I'm drinking the juice Corey's pouring me. Well if Corey could if Cory would vote, he'd probably have them too, and they might have been in the poll.
4: <laughs> I'ma say this, and I, and and this is gonna set this whole thing on
2: fire. Oh here we Pine go.
4: tree makes the playoffs. Uh-oh. Pine tree makes the playoffs. Tyler High wins district.
2: Whoa. Tyler High's beating Longview? Ooh, Tyler that's... High's beating Longview. Okay, mm. All right. I mean,
4: you you heard it first, nine thirty two, September twentieth, niece's birthday tomorrow.
2: Mm. I Is can see name, Pine Eddie. Tree making the playoffs. All right, Eddie, I, know, I, know you can't, I know you can't this. see it. I know everybody
4: can't see it. It's, Eddie, it's fine. I got I got to answer
2: Eddie real quick for 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 Jeremy, you know, because I had to talk to him. So the JV allowed two touchdowns, Eddie. So Oof. just just so you know that. And he also said they will not beat Longview. <laughs> That's for Corey.
3: Hey, second hey, I'll, for, I'll, for, where, for I don't know who Eddie
2: talked to. For what Tyler for where Tyler like
3: come from for the past couple of years, if they second get second
2: place in district, is not bad. If they finish second place, I think you consider that a good season. I mean, it's as highly ranked as Longview was they coming won't in. This district.
4: If listen, I'm gonna tell you like this: if they go into that last game undefeated, and both teams if, they, if Tyler High goes to that last game undefeated, and, and they – listen, I'm telling you right now, I don't think you – listen, they, and it's in Longview too, Whew. <laughs> Whew. Hey, I, I may just
2: have to go to that game. I don't know. Uh, I may I'm be a game just, myself. <laughs> all right. I'm
4: going to have to find so, a way to do that.
2: So the Longview, that, that will not be the last game of the season. Tyler High's last game of the season mm. is against Forney. At home. Oh, which that which could be another see. big one. Forney's yeah. also up there at the top. But they'll yeah. play in Longview. Uh that is October. 27th, the twenty seventh. Okay. So the star of that one on your calendar there, Corey. But those two last two, they they legitimately they have a chance to come into those last three games undefeated. You have Lufkin, Longview, Forney to finish the season for for Tyler High. That's three big ones. They're they're at home against Lufkin. They go to Longview at home against Forney. Now let's not discount. You still have Lancaster um, there. We, we don't what, do we know what Lancaster is. We thought they were going to be up there with Longview, and and they haven't they, shown. They've kind of they've
3: had a rough stretch. They've had a rough stretch. I don't know what's going on in Lancaster, but they've had a they've had a little tough a tough go of it. They've played some tough teams though. South Oak Cliff, Denton, Guyer. And then they lost to McKinney North last week, which was kind of a surprise. But um, I mean, they South Oak Cliff and Denton Guyer are, and, and they lost by 21 to Oak Cliff, and lost by eight to Denton Guyer. So I don't. It's not going to be easy for Longview, and I don't. I, I expect Longview to win, but it's not going to be easy.
2: Kyle, let you answer this one because I believe that that Eddie's wrong. Um,
3: yeah, I have. Let me. Matter of fact, I'll tell you exactly where I, I ranked them in my poll. Uh, let me go back and look at it real quick so I can uh, just tell you, Eddie. I uh, had Texas I High 3rd. Votes. So Texas okay. High Third was that's, mine. That,
2: that's where I had him. I had him at third
3: as well. So yes, I do vote for them. And you can't say, well, Corey vote for him because Corey don't do the polls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't be voting for him
2: anyway. Oh, wow. Dang. See so, Eddie. I'm trying to go, kick up go, I'm trying to kick go, up dust today. Eddie, you yeah, need direct, up dust you, today. Need to, you need to DM Corey directly and, and give him give him a hard hard time. Me and Kyle, we're, we're third. I don't think you can yeah. argue yeah. where that they're picked, as no. long as Tyler High and Longview are there. I mean, I don't at this point.
4: Eddie, Eddie, to listen, I'm gonna say this. I don't know if your son put ink to paper yet, but Texas is still available. If you had any off from Texas, I saw Oklahoma State get beat pretty bad this past weekend. Who who's they played? Still putting in who's time South to change Alabama? it. Alabama. Oh. They played, played South. They played the Jaguar from South Alabama, SBC school, and they. South Alabama took a three hundred thousand dollar check and came to steal water and ran off, and I bet you they got <laughs> some good barbecue on the way back home too. I know they did.
2: Uh, he's smiling. At <laughs> you you got to smile at Eddie on that one. Texas is still open. Texas is still open, baby. Um, I don't. I think that's a pretty good poll, honestly, guys. We we're all pretty consistent. Everyone had Longview one. Everybody had Tyler High two. Um, the the difference was. Uh, Brandon, Kyle, and myself had Texas High at three. Uh, Jeremy had Lubbert at uh, Lubbard, Hubbard at three. Not Hubbard. Lufkin at three. Maybe I'll get it right here in a minute. Um, and then we had White House. Um, Brandon had Lufkin at four, and Jeremy, Kyle, and myself actually, I think Kyle, we had the almost the exact same poll except for the f- the fifth spot. I had Lufkin yeah. at five, and you had Pine Tree. So, I mean. We're all pretty. I mean, we're all pretty close on this one. It's it's right now. We've kind of got the five teams we're looking at, and uh, we'll see if anything changes. Of course, we'll have you know Longview and and Lufkin and and John Tyler or Tyler High. Oops. Me, as they all play <laughs> each other, as they all play each other, it'll kind of play out there. Honestly, I think Texas High. I don't see since they almost lost. I know this is Kyle saying they almost lost to Legacy, which we think is not very good. That doesn't give me good vibes about Texas High season. And and from what I understand, Legacy was up fourteen zero
3: in that game. Same way that they—that's the thing about Legacy. Legacy's been up. I I will venture to say in almost every game they've played this year, they've been up and just can't hold on to the lead. So I don't I don't know. I, I'm I hope Coach Trahan and and the Legacy Raiders can get a win, but um, that's tough. It's real tough.
2: All right, so let's look at 4A. Um, We're going to start from the bottom. Athens comes in at number 10. Uh, Bullard at 9. Brownsboro at 8. We have a tie at 6. Gilmer and Van are tied at 6 there. Uh, Center at 5. Kilgore, 4. Pleasant Grove, 3. Carthage, 2. Chapel Hill, 1. Not much change in the kind of the top. Six or seven there. Um, you know, Brownsboro, and Bullard move up a spot. Athens moves into the poll. Uh, what do you guys think about this? I uh didn't vote Athens
3: in, but I did vote for Bullard and Brownsboro both. Um, I'm gonna get to see Brownsboro this week. I'm excited to see them. Uh, they're off to a four and oh start. Same thing with Bullard. Um, I mean, I can't. I, the only disagreement I have with the poll is Carthage. One state, and I think that they deserve the number one spot until somebody takes it from them. That's my only. That's why I vote Carthage number one every week. disagree with it until they until they lose or until they prove that they're not the best team in four A. Then I'm not going to take them off that top spot. That's just me personally. Um I, I completely understand I like why that. Chapel Hill would be number one. I get it, but just in my mind, so they are if
2: they lined up and played right now. Who would you pick? Right now, not not ten weeks from now, when Carthage has gotten there, like if you line them up right now, who would you pick? I don't
4: want to say I mean, just, um, that's, that's, if that's, they play, play. I'd probably
2: pick yeah, Chapel Hill. If they
4: play. I probably Chapel like,
2: Hill. I know, but I I think honestly, what just from this from this year's group, Carthage graduated quite a bit. Chapel Hill brought a lot back from where they're lined up right now. Is with Serratic quarterback. He's young. He's made some errors earlier. From what they have right now, I would I would take Chapel Hill.
3: I, I mean, and I, 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 I'm I, Hill, I would I,
2: tell you I if would, I could Carthage, and I would.
3: I mean, next I year take I might take Carthage, I would take Chapel Hill in the game, but I'm still going to rank Carthage number one right now because of yeah. their success. Like, like, that's just like Georgia. Like Georgia is going right. to came in rank exactly. number one because they were the national champion. Now it doesn't always happen that way, but they were the national champion in my mind until somebody beats the champ. They're number one. So now okay. if Carthage would have lost that week one to Kilgore.
2: They're dropping down. They're not they number one. They basically lost. Remember we talked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm just yeah, giving man. our time. No, I, I I agree with that. I just was curious. Because uh, we had, of the four of us that voted, uh, everyone else had Chapel Hill at one. I, it's probably because of just what everyone's seen so far. And I, I, I think that, that to affect last year I would and as of I mean everybody votes differently so that's why yeah. you know that's why we have a poll if we all vote the same it'd be boring it's true very well oh.
4: I'm gonna I'm gonna say something really crazy right now
2: oh gosh
3: Bullard,
4: Bullard's going was well, it Carthage going it. to Bullard or Bullard don't
3: going say to Carthage what you're about to say don't no, say what you're I'm about not saying to say.
4: anything crazy I'm I'm gonna say that that listen I'm I'm telling y'all right now it's it's in Bullard that game is close if that game is close it's a game that's close. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You really think that game's gonna be okay. close? I don't think so. But hey, listen. And what's I what's close? Know, man. What,
3: what's what's close? Let's
4: let's define 21 that. To Twenty-one to twenty-eight. 17 Bullard's defense has been playing well. So ten Bullard's and under has been playing well. Ten and below is close. Okay.
2: Let me well, let not me not tell close. you. Let me just tell you who Bullard's played, Corey Maybank. Okay. Cato Mills, Quinlan mm-hmm. Ford, and Mineola. Mm-hmm. Who on that list is as good as anybody in their district except maybe Canton, which is not normally very good. But I think Carthage is better than any of those teams. I think Browns are Bro better right now than any of those teams. I think Rusk is better than any of those teams. I think Center's better than any of those teams. And I think Van's better than any of those teams. That's my problem with Bullard. I did in, rank, I well, did rank problem, them, my, but they haven't played anybody yet.
4: I don't care about who they played. I care about the con. I care about the actual team. This is what you got to understand. Eventually, if your team is, if your team is, has enough confidence, your team is playing with confidence. Anything can happen to the team. I don't think Tyler. I don't think Tyler High is as good as their record is four zero. They've beaten some good teams. Okay, I got you. Are they Are they at their peak yet? No, they're not. They just have a lot of momentum right now. That's what I'm saying. That's That's what a lot of things going. Bullet has a lot of momentum right now. You have no idea what that goes for you. If they continue to win games, that means a lot for that team. That's what I'm saying. Confidence is huge. That's that's all I'm saying. They may not they may not play the schedule that they've played, that, that Carthage has played. But eventually it's it's a win for Bullard if they come out of that game twenty-eight to twenty, you know, to 28, 21
2: That's that's a that's a mental win for Bullard. So Corey, the, right? the- The combined wins for the teams they played is four. Yeah. So that's why I did vote for Bullard again. I did. I put Bullard in my poll at number eight. At number eight. I'm not saying they're gonna beat Carthage, but I don't. I'm just saying they haven't. They just haven't played. I don't know what they are yet. Like until they play somebody that on out in their district that's gonna challenge them, I need to see what they really are.
3: Well, and and here's the thing: what they are.
4: They're a playoff team. that is not. that is not to the same level of Carthage. No, and, I, and center.
3: that's all I'm saying. I think they may. I think they. They might make the playoffs. It's going to be a battle for the playoffs. No, I don't think Bullard's in. I, I think. I've, if Bullard beats Rusk, well, they're in. Because I think Bullard beats Canton, and I think Bullard, if they can beat Rusk, I think they're in. Um, yeah.
2: Van Van Center and Carthage are pretty much locks, I would think. Well, we'll see this Friday night with what, with what they have. With, they should. Because Van and Brownsboro
3: play Friday night, so we'll see Friday night that that'll kind of take those two teams. But my thing with Carthage and Bullard for Bullard, this is a huge game. They're four and and0 Carthage is coming to town. They're the defending state champions. All the prestige that Carthage has. This is a huge game for Bullard. For Carthage, this is another Friday night.
2: It's a business They may trip. they may tear the goalpost okay. down if they win this game, Kyle. Well,
3: but that's but that's I'm my point. You, are, are they? Are they ready for this moment? Are they ready to take down the big dog? Are they to that level? This is a program know. defining game. This is a program
4: defining That's what I'm saying.
3: A lot of pressure. That's what I'm saying. Now, can the can Bullard live up to that pressure for because Carthage right. has dealt with this pressure for the last 10, 15 years? So, can say no pressure with it. Yeah, exactly. Can Bullard? That's well, and pressure. really, and really, Bullard's playing with a with with house money because nobody expects right. him to win this game anyway. So, they're playing loose we may see a couple of trick plays from bullard i think the pressure is actually on carthage but can bullard live up to that moment and and kind of break carthage and 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 get by them i don't know we'll see okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you may be right i don't i think i'm with you though Corey. i don't think it'll be definition of close but i'm thinking I'm maybe a, I'm, I, I think maybe it's two touchdown game two touchdowns but
4: i'm interested like i said i'm interested though it's I'm, gonna be I'm a good going, one I think.
3: hey it's something to kind of
4: side out a little bit like okay I'm like, i'll oh, definitely be keeping an eye on it right if it's 14 to 10 in the fourth quarter carthage everybody's like what what's going on that's all yeah. i'm
3: saying but if it's like 35 nothing at halftime carthage then we're gonna be like they are who we thought yeah, they were yeah
2: so yeah. so i we I had Palestine <laughs> at my 10 spot they they were the one that didn't make it um into my poll I think they're playing well right now mm-hmm. Corey's been high on them he would have probably given them a vote too i I, I think um, what's that like, that hey, I gave him a, I gave him a vote I think not, I think hey, they're yeah. playing well right now um I had I had Palestine at 10 I had um Brownsboro at nine and let's see I think I had – who did I have at eight? I had – I had Bullard at eight. So, um, I didn't have Athens in my poll. They were probably my next team for me um, just because they lost to Brownsboro. I don't know how good Brownsboro is. That's her one loss. It was about one point. I think it was the very first week of the season. So, they're right there together. I think, you know, Brownsboro and and Athens are there to, to, together to me. Brownsboro is in my poll because they beat Athens. Um, Athens will know who they are once district starts. So, um, Kyle, you had a couple of different ones down here. You had sulfur Springs in your poll. Um, tell us a why you had them in.
3: I just, I, I, I don't, I think they're a decent team. Um, I was just kind of running out of teams that to add in there. And I, I knew I had sulfur in, in for the week before, and then they went out and, and beat Van Alstine at home 31 to 28. So, um, I just decided to 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 give them some love and keep them in the poll. Um I don't think they're one of they're a, I don't they're, think they're a, they're a top tier team. Yeah. I don't think they're a top tier team. I don't think they'll be in the top ten in my poll for very much longer,
2: but for right now they're in there. Corey, of any of those, is there anybody that, that wasn't in the poll that you would have liked to see in there since you didn't vote?
4: You have to keep throwing
2: out didn't vote. You have to be disrespectful. Well, no, but I would I would have <laughs> asked you how you voted, but since you didn't. I, 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 it's I was the disrespect just disrespect Sports Network, baby. Who who would you who would you have liked to seen in the poll that that's not in there? Maybe that in class four A. Yeah, in class four
4: A. Yeah, I think you I think you probably hit. You know, I don't think you put Paris in
2: there. Yeah. No, they've been. I mean, they were impressive to me. They they. They uh, played Gilmer. Uh, um, I was impressed yeah. by that loss. I know Kyle doesn't like that, that impressed by the loss, but that was an impressive loss. I was expecting Gilmer to run all over them. Why, Why would we put Paris in the poll? They're one and three. I thought they
3: do were three and one. That's no, okay. They lost to Van, they I lost didn't... to Gilmer, and they lost to Salina. Three that's, good teams.
4: Hey, I get that's,
3: it.
2: That's a tough exa-
4: Exactly. Oh, well, look at Brock. I, I mean, Brock is all the way in the top five and eight. Anyway, one time. <laughs> they get a lot
2: of love too. Eddie's got Rusk at eleven. I, I like that. I think Russ is playing playing some good ball. They beat Al- Alvarado this week. Impressive uh, win. They weren't expected to win that one. I don't think so. A lot of people um, don't know
4: about that little Robert,
2: but that's a yeah. The the a, sitting and Alvarado. Yeah, that's an interesting one. That's a yeah, that's a little
4: that's an interesting one. Yeah, but, but no, um, I think,
2: no, I think Rusk our polls,
4: is, Russ is.
2: I think I like our poll is pretty man. solid. I think we've kind of settled in on our top six or so, six or seven. We'll see how they shake up as district goes because we'll have some that'll play each other. So it'll be interesting. But uh yeah, that's that's pretty good. Let's go on down to 3A. This one's this one's always oh, interesting. Poll. This one's always interesting mm-hmm. for me. Like you could there's so many good teams. Um, but here's how it shook out for this week. Uh we had a tie for ninth, harmony, and a new entry into the poll. The ARP Tigers enter the poll in at, at tied for nine with Harmony. Uh, Beckville's in at eight. Hooks at seven. Garrison, six. Troop, five. Dangerfield, four. Winsboro, three. Malakoff two. And Timson one. Thoughts on that, Kyle? I, I got basically all those same teams in
3: my top ten. They're just not in that same order. But they're basically all in that same top ten. Um, I... I didn't. I only dropped Dangerfield one spot in my poll, and that's because they lost to a top five team in 4A, and that was without their starting quarterback, and they were up 21 0 at one point. So I only dropped them one uh, one spot in my poll. Um, I had Winsboro at four and uh, Beckville at five, rounding out my top five uh, with Timson and Malakoff one and two. Um, after five, or really after four, in my opinion, it's kind of a toss up. Um kind of with whoever you want to put in there. I added Jefferson into the poll this week. Um I just I I I kinda like what they got going on in Jefferson. They've they seem to have some some kids out there. Jeremy also voted for Jefferson. See, and they're only they're two and one. The their game against DCAB got canceled. Their only loss this year is to Timpson, 48-29. Played Timpson pretty close. So I, I, I put Jefferson in there, but um yeah, that's my uh I, I I can't disagree with the poll. I think from five down you can kind of mix and match whoever you want to put in there
2: yeah here's I had uh, I had arp at 10 um and I had um let's see Beckville at nine uh Sabine at eight for me i I, I told y'all earlier I, I like Sabine and what they've done so far so I gave them a little love there at eight um at seven I had Garrison uh six I had Hooks um five I had Dangerfield four Winsboro three I had wait uh, no I had uh I'm sorry Dangerfield at five Troop at four Winsboro three Malakoff and Timson we had everyone had Malakoff and Timpson one two I think they're the consensus right now uh top two but There was a lot of teams that got votes down here. We had Palestine Westwood got a vote, New Diana. Um, Of course, you talked about Jefferson, uh, Grace with a vote. Um, There's a lot of good teams down at the bottom. Kyle, and I have to do this. I have to do this to you, okay? Just for Eddie, where did you put hooks in your poll this week? I think I forgot them.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You got to say receiving votes. Still receiving votes. (laughs) That's <laughs> They're on the outside. Yeah, they still uh, receiving votes.
2: Okay, so he said uh hooks should be four at worst.
3: You just now you just fired him up. Now I'm not gonna hear the end of it. So thanks, Brett. Appreciate that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> he said he was hitting you up on uh, on your DMs this week. I I know. <laughs> Um, I think, Eddie, your, your best chance of getting a, a Hooks vote out of Mr. Owens is to uh, maybe uh, uh, leave his DMs silent for a little bit. Um, honestly, I mean, like you said, any of these teams could have been shifted around. I think we're, the top very top is pretty top-heavy. Corey, of, of the ones that actually made the poll, is there anybody that, that, that you think should have been in there that that wasn't in their top ten?
4: Palestine Westwood is—they be getting a lot of buzz out there, man. Let's hey, shout out, shout out to Palestine Westwood. Westwood, you know, I think they're like good. To, they like playing some ball right now, baby. Yeah. They're, they're like one of those schools. is like you don't know. I, I know it's on the outside. They're still in Palestine, but it's they're for the forgotten Palestine school. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh it's, a, oh, it's only one school in Palestine. What about us? You know, it's like they're for the forgotten Palestine school, but. Shout out to Westwood though. Give him that respect. And I also and, heard there was a rumor that uh Adrian Peterson was at Westwood
2: and he transferred to Palestine. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, I in think the last, ran, I think he ran out of eligibility. <laughs> no, the, I mean just I'm no, I'm just saying that like,
4: he was he actually was at Westwood. Oh, and, but
3: man. he but he ended up going to Palestine. Hmm. Listen, Westwood. In the last five seasons, they haven't had over more than five wins in a season, and that was last year. They already got four. They're four and zero. They're the only team in their district with a uh, a four and zero record going into district play. Um, the next best team is is Cold Spring Oakhurst at three and one, and then a couple Shepherd and, and Woodville are, are two and two, along with Die Ball, who they got coming up next week. So, uh, or in two weeks. So, I, I mean, look, Westwood. I. I keep an eye on Westwood. I think they have a really good chance at winning that district and um, and making some noise. So I I keep an eye on Westwood
2: for sure. If you if you keep ha- if you have a team that continues to win like Westwood, they'll climb the polls because these teams are going to start beating each other. So if they continue to win, I think they're going to receive more and more votes and uh, move up the poll there. Um, that's anybody else, any, any other games this week? What's the What's the game that that you're looking forward to seeing this week, you guys? I know you're going to be at a couple, Kyle. But what game is it? Maybe not be at, it. May not have to be a game that you're going to. Just one that you're looking forward to seeing. Mm, trying to think. I'm
3: interested in the. <clears throat> I'm interested in the Lindell Henderson game, just because that's a. Uh, we know how tough that district is, mm-hmm. and it will be a. It'll be it you need to get off to a hot start in that district if you want to have a chance. Cause there's some tough teams in there. We talked about Kilgore. We talked about Chapel Hill, um, Athens off to a hot start. Don't know how for real they are yet. Henderson's a sneaky, good team. I don't think it's going to be an easy game this week um, for Lindell. So
2: um, about Palestine as well. They're playing. Palestine.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's it's, it's important to get off to a hot start. So I'm interested to see that game. I'm also interested in the lone Oak Carlisle game because I'm really, I, I'm, I want to see what the Buffaloes are made of. they, they lost to Grace Community, but Grace, you know, puts up a ton of points anyway. So um, I'm excited to see what Lono can do against Carlisle,
2: too. Eddie says he wants, he's interested in the the uh, Tyler High and McKinney North matchup. That'll be a Thursday night game. I'm going to try to head out to that one and, and check that one out in person. Um, he hey, said,
3: You said Professor was going to be there. Isn't he at Grand Slam in New York right now?
2: He is. He's going to fly back in and he's going to be at the game tomorrow night. Hey. That's the Dang. professor, man. The professor, he must have a jillion uh, airline miles because he's always all over. Is he Flying course. into Tyler or flying into Dallas? <laughs> I think he's flying back. He definitely to ain't flying into Tyler. I think he's, <laughs> he's flying back, back he's in the, back. the middle of the night. Tonight, I think. I don't, I don't Jeez, know exactly. Man, so, I'm try to catch up with him. I mean, and, uh, respect,
4: old, right?
2: Like, man, respect. Old Nettison, Brandon. We're gonna try to try to. Yes, cool Brandon. <laughs> um, Corey, what about I'll you? What Brandon. game? What game are you looking forward to seeing this week?
4: Honestly, I I'm, I'm anxious to see this Bullet cartes game, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I you know, the more I think about it, I'm like, man, that, that game, but I don't know. I'm I'm gonna be tuned in to, to quite a few, man. You got you got Palestine versus Kilgore. You already know how I picked that game. That's that game is that's a trick, that's a trap game for Kilgore. Um yeah, I, I'm I'm just to see how it goes, man. This is, this is gonna be a good week of football. District district started everything, so we'll see.
2: You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh do a couple, but first one I'm gonna plug is the game I'm gonna be at. I'm gonna be at uh in Brookhill um at Harrington Stadium, uh, covering the Brookhill Atlanta game. Me and Vince are gonna be there. And I'm interested to see uh that game because I think Brookhill has played a really tough pre-district schedule they've got district coming up and atlanta is going to cause some speed issues with them they're going to be fast and i'm interesting to see how uh brook hill adjusts to that um they're getting some guys back and so it'll kind of see how um they're going to fare coming to the district play so um I'm, and i'm plus i'm kind of ex- excited to see atlanta just to see another team in our area to see you know what they look like in person getting to see them um they've struggled a little bit the last couple weeks but I, I want to see kind of what they uh, pose a threat on offense and defense just to get a, a better understanding. And my, my next game, to me, guys, it's got to be that art west Rust game. I'm looking forward to this one. This one's going to be an excellent game. Um, I, I, I'd love to be at this game if I wasn't at another game. Um, this, unfortunately, wasn't one of the ones we had the choice of picking um, that we're doing for Art. But, man, this one is going to be – a game i mean this is going to define it's i know it's game one of district but this is going to put these two teams on different pathways the winner of this game is going to is going to be in the driver's seat probably for that uh battle with troop and the other one's going to be trying to hang on to that third spot with all those other other teams below so i mean so this game could decide where they're going to go in the seating
3: and that, just like we talked about with the other district, with the Westwood district and in the Lindale district, how it's important to get off to a hot start. That's a, a big game. Arp and West Rusk. We both think those are two playoff teams. Uh, you don't want to start behind the eight ball at 0 and 1. So it's important to get off to that 1 and 0 start and have a little bit of, little bit of cushion as you go into the second
2: week of district. And talking about district, uh, if everyone hasn't figured it out, um, we do have an app, the uh, Netizen app. You'll, um, the user count grows every week. to continue to share it. It's got all the scores and it has district standings, and those things will come in handy now as we move into district season. So you'll be able to look and see where your team stands, um, where the other teams fall as the game's in. The standings will automatically update. So if you're looking to see where your team um, is looking like, how they're going to do and, and where they're faring, make sure you go check out the app. Um, Kyle, where are you going to be at this week? I'm going to be in
3: Brownsboro for the district opener between the Brownsboro Bears, the four and O Brownsboro Bears and the three and one Van Vandals. Um Ooh. I'm excited for this one, man. Brownsboros. Ooh. What's up?
2: That's a good one. I like that. yeah,
3: one. Brownsboros won two games this season by one point, Athens and last week against Spring Hill uh, in overtime. They've also beaten Maybank and Fairfield. um so they're four and but I don't know. How good that 4-0 is. You gotta give them credit for winning those games. I mean, they're they're going overtime, they're winning those games. You gotta give them credit for that. But Van, you know, they've they beat Pine Tree, uh, Lindell, and Paris, and then lost to Chapel Hill, but uh may have played Chapel Hill closer than anybody else, maybe other than Knack. Um, so I'm excited to see this game. It's it's a rivalry too. Van is uh Van is it, and Brownsboro do not get along,
2: they do not like each other. Uh, fun fact I saw it during baseball season, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that. Yeah, one. uh, fun facts about this series. Um,
3: Van has won coach Moffitt for the Vandals, has won 13 games in a row against Brownsboro. He has not lost to Brownsboro, mm-hmm. he's 13 and 0 as a van coach. Brownsboro's last win over Van, the last time Brownsboro beat Van. Was October thirteenth, two thousand and six. Oh, that's the last and time that Brownsboro were, has beaten Van.
2: Were you in high school still, Kyle?
3: I was a freshman. <laughs> so that's the last time that Browns. <laughs> and, and honestly, and honestly, when you look back at these past ten games, they really haven't been close. It was a twenty-point win for Van last year. Uh, twenty-seven points the year before. Thirty-five in twenty twenty. Fourteen and ninth in, ni- in twenty nineteen. Fourteen's been the closest, other than 2015, where it was an eight-point game. That was the closest game that I could find in the last ten years. So, Whew. Brownsboro's four zero, but they're not favored. Uh, Van's a thirty, a uh, thirty, a three-touchdown favorite in this game. So we'll have to see. It should be a good game, though. I'm excited for it, and uh, I'm excited to see what the uh, atmosphere is like at a, another rivalry game this week. Awesome, awesome. anybody well, like Van. I like playing Van.
4: Nobody likes playing Van. I've noticed. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's always that rival, like like nobody likes playing Van,
2: but you know well, they're tough. I give them that. They are tough. Yep, they, they got lots of little rivals around. You got Canton, you got Lindale, you got Brownsboro. Right. There's lots yeah. of those little. If you notice, like Brandsling. there's
4: always, yeah, like they're they're rival. Like, who who likes Van? Nobody
2: likes. They're rival with everybody that people play. in Van and Ben Wheeler that area. They like so, Van.
4: That's what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking.
2: Longview Lancaster for Derek. That's a good Can one. Gonna be a good one too. I like that one. It's a big one for Lancaster, honestly. There, that that zero one starting district there. They're gonna have to do some. They're gonna have to do some some upsets. I mean, that would be a huge one, honest. Obviously, but um, some this game we thought might be for district, you know, before the season started. So, um, now Lancaster just looking to get an even record in district play. Uh, let's see. They played Bay in the playoffs. That's uh, Pleasant Grove. Um, again, I'll be in in, uh, in Bullard at Brook Hill. Uh, Vincent, I'll be in the call on NetSN. So that game will, will start at seven thirty. So you can watch it on YouTube on our YouTube channel or on the NetSN app. Our other game we'll have on NetSN will be in Canton as Center Rough Riders will be traveling to Canton to take on the Canton Eagles. Uh, also another seven thirty start. I believe they'll do a pregame show starting at seven. So. Um, we'll have those two games on our network. Um, so if you're like Corey and you like to sit at the house and watch a bunch of games, you know, get your TVs and your laptops and tablets and have have a couple of net games on and as, as uh, we'll have lots of good coverage this Friday night. Well, I'd like because, to thank everyone. Like, yeah. Games I'd like, of- yeah, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Uh, for Kyle and Corey, this is Brett. We'll see you next week right here on the weekly wrap-up show. Y'all have a great weekend. Enjoy your footballs.
1: Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity. All while we provide first rate customer service, our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered.
0: struggling with mobility chronic pain work or sports injury at azalea orthopedics our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care pain management sports medicine physical medicine and rehabilitation if you've sustained a bone or joint injury have mobility or movement problems struggle with pain contact azalea orthopedics we're conveniently located across east texas serving 18 counties when visiting your doctor urgent care or hospital you have a choice Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority. sustained a bone joint work or sports injury problems with mobility or movement suffer with pain contact azalea orthopedics our specialists serve patients across east texas for proven trusted medical care you have a choice demand azalea